0: a podcast series created to help you through some of the most complex yet brilliant television ever made. Game of Thrones, Season 4, Episode 4, Oathbreaker. We begin just outside Marine, where Daenerys's army are camping. Grey Worm leads a group of Unsullied into the city. He convinces the slaves inside to rebel against their masters, the uprising proves a great success and Daenerys takes Meereen, meaning she has now conquered all three cities of Slaver's Bay. Down in King's Landing, Bronn continues to put Jaime through his paces during sword training and convinces him he should visit the imprisoned Tyrion. During the visit, Jaime tells his brother that Cersei asked him to kill him and Tyrion convinces Jaime he is innocent of Joffrey's murder. However, he does acknowledge that Cersei desperately wants his head on a spike. Jamie tells Tyrion that Cersei would also like Sansa's head on a spike and has offered a knighthood to whoever can capture her. Out at sea, Sansa is headed for the Eyrie aboard Littlefinger's ship. She asks Littlefinger if he killed Joffrey. He tells her that he has new powerful allies and that the king's death was a gift to them, mentioning the stone missing from her necklace contained the poison that killed Joffrey. Back in King's Landing, Elena tells Marjorie she must act quickly with the new King Tommen because Cersei will try and turn him against her. The talk turns to Joffrey's death and Elena says she knows Tyrion didn't kill him, adding she would never have let Marjorie marry that beast. The plot thickens. At Castle Black, Jon trains some new recruits including Locke and young Ollie. Alissa puts a stop to it, reminding Jon he's only a steward, not a ranger. Afterward, Locke introduces himself falsely to Jon as a former game warden from the Stormlands. Janos Slint points out to Alyssa that John would likely win when the time comes to elect a new Lord Commander, and suggests sending him to deal with the mutineers at Craster's Keep in the hope that he gets killed. Marjorie makes her first moves in winning the affections of Tommen in King's Landing. He doesn't exactly complain. Elsewhere, Jamie asks Brienne to find and protect Sansa. He gifts her his sword of Valyrian steel, which she names Oathkeeper, some shiny new armour, and the services of Podrick as a squire. Inside Castle Black, Alyssa sends John to deal with the mutineers at Craster's keep. John assembles a small group, including the new recruit, Locke. At Craster's, Carl Tanner, leader of the mutineers, drinks wine from the skull of Geor Mormont as his men rape and feast. Craster's last child, a baby boy, is brought to Carl as the women declare it a gift for the gods. He commands Rast to leave the child outside with the White Walkers, which he does. The cries of the baby are heard by Bran in their camp close by. He wargs into his direwolf summer and investigates. Whilst warging, he sees John's wolf ghost, but falls into a trap and wakes up. They're all captured by the mutineers. Jojen has a seizure and Mira begs to help him, but Carl holds a blade to her throat, only releasing her when Bran reveals his true identity. In the far north, a white walker rides alone, cradling Craster's last son. It places the baby upon an altar before a mountain as a line of gathered white walkers look on. One strides forward, strikingly different in appearance to the others. It cradles the baby, then presses a fingernail to its cheek, turning the child's eyes ice blue. Thanks for listening. Hope it's been helpful. I'd love to hear from you over on Twitter. You can find us at Previous Podcast or just email us hello at PreviouslyOn.co.uk. Previously On is presented by Jamie East and is a Daft Doris production.